0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Dr. Bob Jones IV is a clinical sports psychologist with his practice in the Atlanta area, and Bob is also the grandson of Bob Jones Jr. It's a pleasure to welcome Bob Jones IV back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Bob?
1: I'm doing great, John, and I hope
0: you are. I am. I am. Um, Very good. I, I... I'm go- I thought I you've been on the program a few times I've known you for years and I tried to come up with some questions that I don't think I've ever asked so we'll see how this goes Okay Um do you remember when and how that you realized that your grandfather had some notoriety attached to him
1: Uh The short answer to that is not really, because uh, growing up, I mean, I was always aware that he was Bobby Jones, this sort of iconic figure that you see uh, in golf paintings in every clubhouse in the United States, but it never really quite registered with me uh, until... Mainly because he was an invalid for all my life, uh, struggling with a terrible spinal disease called syringomyelia. So it was always hard for me to really associate him with that great athlete. Um, And the first time that it really hit me, really hit me who he was, was the year I first attended the Masters. I was 12 years old. Uh, I had just gotten in the night before, um, and it was a Monday morning, and I walked out onto the porch of the Jones cabin at 6.30 in the morning. And I looked over that vista uh, that you can see from the top of that hill. Nobody was there, just mowers out there on the course. And it was so quiet, but I looked around, and all of a sudden it hit me that all of this had existed in my grandfather's mind before even a shovel full of dirt had been turned over. And it was the first time that I actually encountered Bobby Jones in all of his import. And it really blew me away that, that all of that was who my grandfather was. It was a tremendous realization.
0: There were not a lot of stories from your dad?
1: My, yeah, he would tell me a lot of stories, and again, uh, you know, it's very strange. I, I would associate him, I would associate those stories with the pictures uh, of of the man that were on the wall, but it was very hard for me to associate those with the man who was actually my grandfather, because at least physically, although never mentally, at least physically, that man um, that I knew as my grandfather was was a shell of the man who had accomplished all those great things in sports.
0: What's the best thing about being his grandchild?
1: The best thing about being his grand, you know, you would think it might be the places that I've gotten to play golf and things like that. And I suppose there's some truth to that. But really, John, the best thing about being his grandson is it has allowed me to meet so many wonderful people. And, and to get to know so many really fine people, and I'm not just talking about people that are uh, celebrities, I mean, like yourself, of course. of course. I'm talking about I'm talking about just ordinary people who have come up to me to tell me how my grandfather uh, influenced their life in ways that he may not ever even have known. And it's things like that, like meeting the man on the 10th fairway at the Masters 15 years ago, who was in his 80s, uh, who had every Masters badge that he had ever had on his hat, telling me about how he had had the chance to speak with my grandfather and my dad down by number 12 many, many decades ago, and and how special that was to him. And he said, you know, uh, he said, Mr. Jones, he said... The really um, amazing thing about that is he didn't have to do that and and that's that's the kind of thing that has really made a difference to me and, and yeah I have had a chance to play golf at some nice places but it's the people that I've met that have really made the difference.
0: We're talking with dr. Bob Jones the fourth here on the Augusta Golf Show that leads me to that question yes you've played some of the The wonderful places made famous by the golf your grandfather played there. Through the years, Uh through the years, have you been to a particular place where you really felt his presence?
1: Oh, no question. No question. The very first time that I played Marion in Ardmore, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia, which Mm -hmm. is the course where he started uh, in national championship golf at the age of 14, and the same course where he uh, finished his Grand Slam in 1930. Uh, I came to the 11th tee, and there's this, which is the hole where he actually closed out Holman's 8 and 7 to win the Grand Slam. And I will never forget it as long as I live. There's this big plaque on a boulder right by the side of that 11th tee, And I I will never forget reading that, and I hit my tee shot, and fortunately I hit a really good three-wood down to about 120 yards from the green. Okay, move on. And as I I had to brag a little, and as I walked off that tee, I burst into tears. Because, yes, I could absolutely not just feel his presence, but I could feel the enormity of the moment and the enormity of the place. And, And I did it. On the actual anniversary of when he closed out the Grand Slam, a very powerful moment for me.
0: Wow. Um, you may have said this already. I was going to ask you a favorite particular memory of the masters, but i'm going I'm going to use you know, you talked about being 12 years old, walking out on the cabin and and, and, and seeing the grounds and everything I'll, we'll We'll use that um, uh-huh. but but here's some rapid fire questions for you. I'm asking all the guests this week these questions. Uh, okay, best masters.
1: Best Masters, uh, for me, um, has to be, uh, mm, good question, Rapid Fire. I'm really doing great so far, John. Fine. Uh, I'd have to say 86.
0: Okay. 1986. All right. Uh, Best Shot that, you know, you didn't have to be there, but you watched it on television or something. Best Shot.
1: Best shot I ever saw had nothing to do with the outcome of the tournament. It was Arnold Palmer's last Masters. He hit his tee shot to the top of a hill. He had about 210 yards to the green, and he's deciding whether to go for the green in two, and there were about 200 people following him. And to every single one of us, as I looked around in that crowd, I realized we were all so excited because for us, it might as well have been 1960 all over again. And that was one of the most dramatic moments I'd ever seen, and it was the last time I'd ever see Arnie at the Masters.
0: What's your favorite hole at Augusta National?
1: Uh, I I like uh, I've always I've always thought number five was my favorite hole.
0: Okay, sounds like you need to have a discussion with yourself, but okay.
1: <laughs> well, I should say number five before they kind of changed the green complex on uh-huh. it now, yeah. but. But yeah, it's still number five is still my favorite.
0: Do do when you come to the Masters, do you buy do you buy Christmas gifts for for folks?
1: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do, and I've got a couple of friends who will. Um, I've got a couple of friends who'll send me their grocery list, and I'll pick up things for them. But, of course, egg salad. And Mimi always, Mimi always wants a garden gnome. So, <sighs> uh,
0: um, yes, I,
1: I, know, egg, I know.
0: Egg salad or pimento cheese.
1: Unquestionably, egg salad.
0: Right. Unquestionably. Um, before I let you go, and thank you for all of this. But before I let you sure. go, um, you're doing something Monday night with with uh, Trevor Immelman. Talk a little bit about what what you guys are going to do.
1: Yes. We are uh, doing a program called Master's Memories, and you can find it on Facebook at the uh, Clover Whiskey Bobby Jones Collection. That's the Clover Whiskey Bobby Jones Collection Facebook page. You can find the link on that. It's going to be just a conversation on Master's Memories. I'm going to be talking a lot about some of my experiences with Augusta and also the formation of Augusta National and the Masters Tournament uh, and, of course, the legacy of Bobby Jones. And Trevor will talk about his experiences um, at Augusta, things like his favorite hole and other questions that probably will only occur to us when we uh, do it. It will start start on Monday the 5th at uh, 6 p.m., and uh, as i said you can find out about it at the clover whiskey bobby jones uh, bobby jones collection uh, facebook page and just got to put in a plug for the clover a percentage of everything that we make from the clover uh, and also anything that we make from any product that we that the jones family licenses goes to support the work of bobbyjonescsf.org which is looking for a cure for the disease that killed my grandfather
0: He is Dr. Bob Jones, the fourth. Uh, Bob, I deeply appreciate you saying yes to this. Hope I get to see you next week. And uh, stay well, stay safe, and thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you, John.